Gold Sports coverage of France 2023 with Harvey Norman. Get game ready with big brand TV deals. We're heading to France now as we are through the first weekend of the 2023 Rugby World Cup. Joining us on the CSB this morning is Rugby Union Editor at The Raw, covering the Rugby World Cup in France, our Australian friend Christy Duran. Bonjour, Christy. (laughs) Bonjour, Brian. Good to join you. And whatever time it is that your uh, listeners are going to be tuning in, I can tell you it's a gorgeous afternoon in Sydney, and perhaps not on every tourist list but it's uh it's a it's a lovely day and probably the end of this heat wave that's really engulfed France for the last 10 days right let's look at some of the things that have happened even overnight New Zealand time news coming through that Tate McDermott uh concussion 12-day stand down so he's going to miss the Wallabies second rugby world cup test against Fiji how big a blow is this for the Wallabies oh I think it's it's a significant blow because even before, well before, six months before, in fact, Eddie Jones was announced Wallaby's coach, he was asking questions to the RA board and the RA administrators. And hang on a moment, why is Tate McDermott not playing that much? And he may have missed his first wider training squad back in April, but I think that came down to Eddie knowing that there's a bigger plan here at play and we need to make sure there's no complacency, that expectations are demanded and they're followed through. But yeah, he'll miss the Fijian clash on Sunday. It's a big one just here in St. Eddie, about five kilometres away from me. And he sets the tone, the tempo, the pace that the Wallabies are trying to play with underneath Eddie at the moment. And you wouldn't be surprised if if there's another selection surprise. And Isaac finds Leila Uasa, who's only played one test, 27-year-old, perhaps gets a, a nod over the more experienced campaigner, Nick White. Uh, the other big story too, and it was a bit of a left field announcement, Will Skelton as captain, but he came through with flying colours. He was very vocal on the field, wasn't he? Yeah, some choice language. Uh, <laughs> I won't repeat it. Uh, but but I think he's a winner. He's effective. He demands expectations. He's respected, not just by his teammates, but those right across Europe. Plays in France at the moment. European uh, two-time European Cup Championship winner with La Rochelle, previously won it with Saracens in England. And you, know, you listen to people like Stephen Jones, the Times columnist, and, and he rates him as one of the best second rails of this century. And we're, we're seeing Will Skelton is his best after probably you know the best part of a decade where Australian rugby and the Wallabies certainly didn't see that best. We're seeing it now with the captain's girl next to his name. Australia's first win in six attempts under Eddie Jones' captaincy. So what did you make of uh, of the game against Georgia? Oh, look, if you're not beating Georgia, you don't really deserve to be. <laughs> uh, certainly considered a, a tier one side, but you don't deserve to be even considered for quarterfinal status. Uh, it, it was predictable, I think, the pace that the Wallabies showed in the first 10 minutes, which is something I'd spoken about pre-game, came to fruition. They scored two tries in that opening 10 minutes. They probably went away from it a little bit, maybe when Tate McDermott was forced off with that concussion after 34. But uh, there's probably a couple of areas that the Wallabies really need to fix, and that's the line-out. The last 20 minutes, they lost four with Matt Tesla coming on, a couple of issues around a lack of uh, continuity, the combinations, the selection comes into focus. But on a real positive note, Ben Donaldson, who was a malign player, uh, had had a couple in different years, uh, missed a conversion on test table against Italy last year, which which meant the Wallabies slumped to their first ever loss to the Italians. 
uh, he stood up 25 points, biggest bag of points since that kiddo. Uh, sorry, Bernard Foley against England in 2015. Uh, it was a, it was a, a very good performance from a person that hasn't played a lot of rugby. So some positives, and he's definitely one of them. So next up for the Wallabies is Fiji after they suffered a heartbreaking loss uh, to Wales in Bordeaux, 32-26. They're not going to be easy beats, are they? Oh, look, any side that has the physicality of Semi Rodraja in the midfield and you can bring off a, a Joshua Tuasova and we saw him uh, storm over the top of the Welsh in the latter minutes, that, they'll be tough. They're well coached now. You look at your Brad Harris, Daryl Gibson, former All Black there, um, you've got the, the former referee, uh, his name escapes me at the moment, but Simon Rowe-Louis has been to World Cups, he's played in France. Uh, their, their set piece has improved significantly over the years, but their conditioning is probably the big thing. They're no longer a side that just plays 40 minutes. We saw them finish over the top of Wales, probably should have won that game right at the end. Uh, a heartbreaking defeat, as you say, but even the penalty count, I think it was 17-9, in the end, and only one yellow card shown to the Welsh side, and that's been a really controversial talking point over the last 24 hours. You know, it was Fijians were the Fijians hard done by? So, first weekend of the cup done and dusted. Uh, what teams are you impressed with after the uh, first round, Christy? Uh, well, South Africa flexed their muscles yesterday. It wasn't necessarily the most pretty games, entertaining games. We saw that later on with the Fijians and the Welsh, but I, I was very impressed with France. To be able to show the composure with the world watching, 80,000 at the stadium, their big names stood up. And you talk about guys like Gregory Alter, the, the back rower for France, uh, Antonio up front, uh, Jeanne there, their, their fly half. He's come in so seamlessly since the devastating injury to Roman Entomac. That was a, for a side that's, Kind of welcome back Bile up front as well as Jonathan Dungy in the midfield. That's a scary statement from France with the world watching. I think they're probably, if you're going to do a power rankings at this point in time, they're right up the top. Yeah, I have to agree with you, I think. Christy, thanks for joining us. Enjoy beautiful France and we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Brian. Cheers. Duran joining us uh, out of France. So the Aussies' next game is Monday morning. You'll have to get up nice and early to watch it. 3.45 Monday morning against Fiji. I think it's going to be a little cracker. And, of course, we kick off the second round of Rugby World Cup Friday morning, 7 o'clock. It's France-Uruguay. France and Uruguay, that's at 7. We'll keep you up to date with that on the show on Friday morning. Only a couple of days away. And then Saturday morning, you can wake up to the All Blacks game. 7 o'clock, that match. Uh, All Blacks and Namibia.